slash radio. I can't rub your feet. Hi, 610, what's up? Don't worry about what I just said. It's your morning ritual. But it's true. With me, Garrett Lewis. KNSTAM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. <laughs> yeah, okay, well. Um, You're going to deny it? Uh, if only you knew what we were talking about, yeah. you'd be in 100% agreement. And divorced. Anyway. <laughs> what? And, You're not supposed to tell your wife and, these things. And, and, that, and that too. <laughs> and that too. Hi, morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things that I think you need to know. And these are very, very, very important things. Uh, number one, did you hear about this uh, locally? Or Pinal County, with Santan Valley, high school students. Uh, arrested after threatening to shoot up a school. Uh, one of them brought a gun to school. But it's a gun-free zone. I mean, I don't understand why that wouldn't happen. I just don't get it. This is just insane to me. I just don't get it. Uh, the best part of this story is that nothing happened, thank God, and they were, they were arrested. Unlike that, that uh, maniacal killer in Florida, these guys were arrested. Uh, second best part of the story is that they had a GoFundMe page so they could pay for their ammo to shoot up the school with their plan laid out on it, which is... Special. We'll get into that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just let that sink in for just a second. Okay? Let it sink in. Second thing I think you need to know, the latest in Florida. Uh, now, apparently, you want to talk about an ego. You know that uh, joke of a sheriff down there, Scott Israel down there in Broward County? Apparently, uh, Laura Ingram on Fox broke a story she got a source telling her, and was confirmed by a second source, that an email went out to the staff at Broward County Sheriff's Office directing all employees to defend Sheriff Scott Israel. Do nothing but defend me. I give great leadership. <laughs> it's like, that's one of the best sound bites ever that we played yesterday. I provide great leadership. I'm very important around here. What are the Bobs going to show? What is it exactly that you do around here? I provide great Leadership. Right, right, right. Oh, okay, sure you do. Sure you do. Uh, third thing. Don't I, question it. Well, yeah. Third thing I think you need to know. The latest on Rich Rod says that uh, he is being extorted by his former executive assistant, Melissa Wilhelmson. And then apparently he released the what they call the hideaway book. It's like the... Um, I guess the Bible for the U of A football, stuff like that, he called a hideaway book. And she was like, in that hideaway book, they have all kinds of things, and it's crazy, and it's secretive, and all this other stuff. And one of the things in it, I mean, there's a lot of things in it. One of the things in it is to not curse around secretaries, which I think is pretty funny, because that's basically what she was, and she claimed that everything was wrong and bad and dirty and all this other stuff. And, I mean, who knows who's right and who's wrong? Um but apparently she said the hideaway book was to establish secrecy within his inner circle and establish complete control of the group. Shouldn't he have control as the head football coach anyway? Yeah. Uh, there's details in the football program. It, things like don't embarrass the program or coaches with drunkenness, DUI, embarrassing actions in public, etc. It's kind of funny. 
It's good to be involved in church. I mean, all these things that she says are terrible, terrible. So uh, there you have it. Three things I think you need to know. What if I did the same thing, by the way? What if I sent an email to the staff? And by staff, Ryan, I mean you. Um, Because <laughs> no one else will actually read my email. I hey. would have called in sick. Oh, thank you. Um, the email reads, he stood with us. This is Scott Israel, the sheriff down in Broward County. This is just hilarious. Yeah. He stood with us, and now we must stand with him. The focus should be on getting to the bottom of what happened, uh, said Loringham. No kidding. No kidding. Apparently, in 2015, Sheriff Scott Israel wrapped decals of his face on five taxpayer-financed sheriff's office cars. Just put his face on it. You know, it's like re-election. They were dubbed Israel Mobiles, which is kind of interesting. They were chosen. I can make that joke. You can't. They were often driven by members of a community outreach team, allegedly staffed by his campaign supporters, yet paid for by taxpayers. And mm-hmm. Now, listen, it's taxpayer money, so I'm totally against it, but I'm totally for the whole ego trip of putting your own face on a vehicle. Like that, I, I, That's something that I would, uh, I would hope that this, this company would do, but I don't know if you heard about iHeartMedia. They have a bit of a, uh, a debt problem. Small, it's a small one. So we can't put your face on the vehicle? Apparently, it's it's so good-looking, it would cost so much money. The detail is just impeccable and stuff. Maybe we can settle for, like, hankies, then. What do you mean? Well, put your face on a hanky. So oh, you got to blow your nose, you get to blow your nose on Garrett's face. It's not bad. Sure? It's not bad. Underwear. It's not bad. It's not bad. So anyway, that's the latest there. <laughs> is it good, though? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> So uh, that's the latest when it comes to uh, Scott Israel. It just, every day it's something new that I find to be pretty funny, right? Um, he's ordering deputies to defend himself. It's very Arpaio-like. Mm-hmm. Very Sheriff Joe. And there are some Sheriff Joe lovers out there. Uh, if you only knew some of the stories about good old Sheriff Joe. And look, he's a good guy that tried to crack down on, on, on illegal immigrants. Don't get me wrong about that. But this is a very Sheriff Joe thing to do. Um. Ordering this to have. <clears throat> now let's play. Uh, I want to play something for you though, because every day this David Hogg, this I mean, just just keep feeding the hog. This guy just keep this kid. He's a kid, and he's like being this, this totally being used. And his parents are okay with it, saying the dumbest things. He goes on, and then we're just going to play this for you. He went on uh, Morning Joe and Mika's face, and. Even they did not correct. They're so honest. Trump's the worst. He's the devil. He's the this. He, okay. When this kid literally says once again that Trump, he tells them Trump is in charge of the FBI. And I left it in there for Sheriff, for uh, Joe uh, Joe's uh, Dilbert over there. That's what he looks like. Joe's face uh, to, to give a reaction. And, and let me just hint, and I'm going to just totally give it away. He doesn't correct him. Let's put it that way. Okay. First off, here's a here's a, a great point by uh, David Hogg. One thirty eight. This was a uh, on Morning Joe and Mika's face on MSNBC. One thirty eight. Listen to the student from Florida. Here we go. How can we expect our teachers to step in and take action if trained security guards that are part of the sheriff's department wouldn't take action? So a teacher would not do. By the way, I've seen reports 
that, and, and it, these are just reports. I've seen them reported, though, and on the major news websites. The reason that these uh, deputies didn't go in is that they were told you can't go into the building unless you have your body camera on. You have to have a body too. camera. Yeah, you have to have a body camera. And if you don't have a body camera, you can't. Imagine that. You have kids and people in there getting shot up and killed. Don't go in unless you have a body camera because, you know, we want to make sure nothing is, is wrong. I want to make sure you don't kill that killer the wrong way or kill him in such a, in, in, in such a horrific way. Don't do it. So that, that's one of the theories. I don't know if I buy that, but that's one of the things I've heard. And then you get this dopey kid who's sitting there saying, how can we expect teachers to do this when the deputies wouldn't? Well, that's the point. If the, all of a sudden the government won't do it, the people have to do it themselves. I'm pretty sure there could be teachers that actually do do that. Anyway, uh, let's continue. 139, he actually blames Governor Rick Scott for the deputies' failures, not Sheriff Israel and his mobiles. Listen, here we go. Why are these elected officials trying to blame this on the bureaucracy? They're in charge of them. This is their fault. They should have been regulating them. I'm not going to allow them to pressure these people because at the end of the day, it's their fault. These elected officials what? are the boss of these sheriff personnel. Right. And just like the president is the boss of the FBI, right. Governor Rick Scott is essentially the boss of Scott Israel, the no, sheriff. And as such, he should be held accountable. He right. can't just blame this on the bureaucracy and expect to get reelected. And I, 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 I think uh, the, that investigation is starting. Say, I left that in there just so you could hear let him not say, actually, the sheriff is an elected figure. Yes. He works for the people of Broward County. He keeps calling them bureaucracy as yeah. well. Well, why not? Because that's what, you know, it's just a big bureaucracy. Nobody really understands what that is because it's just a big giant mess. It's a bureaucracy. Is this, is this it's a, a write-off, budding, Jerry. It's a write-off. Is this a budding socialist that we're listening to? No, this is, this is I don't know if he's a socialist. He's just, he's, he's an activist. He's an activist. That is just trying to get guns taken away, and he's trying to, he's a liar. He is, and I, and I hate saying this, he survived the shooting, and it's, you know, it, it's more than I've done, but he's he's literally just like a professional liar now. And he's, he's this kid is being made to look like a moron around the country because he's saying the most idiotic things. And then it gets even better, 140, 140, listen to this one right here. Here we're going to pause it for reaction. And I, I want to point something out quick. Um, that that's that football coach, um, Coach Fires, he was a security guard and he was protecting those students. He's one of the people that stepped in, unlike those cowardly um, Broward County Sheriff's officials, honestly. Yeah. I, I fully support law enforcement and we Pause always it. should. We- Did you hear that, though? He he stepped in. Wouldn't it have been nice if he didn't have to step in and just take bullets and he could have shot back if he actually had a gun there, Dave? Let's continue. Sorry. Broward County Sheriff's officials, honestly. Yeah. I, I fully support law enforcement, and we always should. Without them, I wouldn't be able to speak here today. None of us would. We wouldn't be able to have our, a functioning democracy where everybody can practice their First Amendment right to freedom of speech. Sadly, these are a few individuals that did not conduct their job correctly, but I don't think it's right Sad. that Governor Rick Scott's trying to blame this on the bureaucracy in an effort to get reelected. In an effort to get reelected. I thought Rick Scott was going to possibly run for Senate. Wow. So you can't be, I mean, can you give out any more misinformation? That's what I, you know, I like to call fake news. He is saying things that's, that aren't true. It's, it's fake. And then Joe and me could just sit there and let this, uh, this, this activist, who is he coaching? Is he by himself? Is he coaching himself? Is there something totally different? I, I don't know. I don't know. But he literally is making no sense whatsoever. No sense whatsoever. 
So that's the latest. 622 on KNST AM790. You can react if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5670. I'll get you some more details from the Pinal County High School students that were uh, arrested for threatening to shoot up the school because it's, it's a doozy. Uh, that's happening uh, about 710 this morning. There is a local activist, a local pro-illegal alien, pro-amnesty, pro-Mexican-American studies activist. I don't, I don't think I've really mentioned his name more than once in like eight years. One of these guys on a blog, and he just goes to the meetings, and he starts trouble and stuff like that. Uh, he actually called on, and he's here in Tucson. Uh, he called on, um, because he's all upset. He doesn't think that, you know, he thinks guns are to blame, not people with guns. So he basically called on his Facebook page for uh, corrupt government officials to be shot. We'll get that at 710 this morning. You don't want to miss it. If you're not going to be by your radio, listen at iHeartRadio.com, KNST.com, or the iHeartRadio app. Download it. It's free and it's easy. Like me. So my wife married me. Free and easy. 624. Continuous more information about those high school kids in Benal County. Uh, arrested for uh, wanting to shoot up the school. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. Six twenty-seven. Why do you ask me impossible questions, Ryan? Why does that happen? It was pretty straightforward. As if I'm responsible for everything. Hi, everything You're the good? Boss. I, well, shush. <laughs> Forty-two out now. Going to be sixty-nine. Partly cloudy today. Uh, tonight we could see some rain. Sixty percent chance of rain is what I'm being told. So uh, have fun with that. Fifty percent chance tomorrow. Uh, Fifty-five and rainy tomorrow. Uh, but don't worry, next week we're supposed to be in the mid-70s, which is nice, because we'll be in March, and then we'll be at 95, then we'll be at 113, and then, yeah, you'll be clamoring for this kind of weather. Um, so, uh, these students, I'm looking in the San Tan Valley Sentinel right now. It's PinalCentral.com. Uh, Combs students arrested for making shooting threat. Two Combs High School students. Now, uh, they plotted to take a gun onto campus. They did not bring a gun there. Maybe the whole gun-free zone thing worked, huh? No, I doubt it. According to Pinal County Sheriff's Office, a Combs student overheard two classmates talking about taking a gun to school. Wow, so the whole see something, say something thing happened. Uh, it actually worked. Unlike the FBI and unlike uh, Broward County and Palm Beach County uh, Sheriff's offices down there in Florida, this actually worked. Wow. So, apparently, Pinal County Sheriff's Office investigated the matter after the witness made a report to school officials. Learned that a 15-year-old student threatened to file off the serial number of, on a gun and take it to school. And then this, this is the, uh, insane. So, they started a GoFundMe page. The, one of the other students that didn't have the gun started a, a GoFundMe page to raise money to buy ammo for the 15-year-old. It's now been deleted. They wrote, this is a, a, Pina, a Pinal County Sheriff's Office spokeswoman. Quote, the site explained that ammunition was expensive and they needed help to shoot up Combs High School. Can you imagine these two idiots? These two fools in life? Hey, I have an idea. Let's set up a GoFundMe page. Okay, what do you think we should uh, say that we're actually having a, we're going to, we're going to, we need money. Uh, just be honest. Tell them that uh, ammo's expensive. We needed to shoot up the school. Good idea. Oh, we'll totally, no one will ever catch on to that. You know who wouldn't have caught on to this? Probably the FBI, the Broward County Sheriff's Office, considering that uh, Nicholas Cruz identified himself 
as Nicholas Cruz. We can't find this guy. I mean, this is just crazy. This is, this is just nuts. I, I just don't understand. I like the FBI now. We're now uh, retooling everything. Uh, and listen, they're a great FBI agent. Don't get me wrong. But the ones down there, uh, they got the tip line, and then they just totally blew it. But now we're going to make sure we, uh, we have new procedures and stuff. How about the procedure of actually follow up on the lead? So, yeah. So both students were arrested. Um, oh, by the way, um, it says here the 15-year-old did not have any weapons, but the other student had immediate access to some at home. The student claimed to not know who started the GoFundMe page. No, no, it wasn't me. They were arrested and charged with interference or disruption of an education institution and conspiracy to commit terrorism. Every state has different laws, but I'm pretty sure they probably had something like that in Florida. Yeah. Geniuses. Uh, Bill, welcome to KNST. Hi. Good morning, Garrett. What's happening, Bill? Hey, we've got, we've got one governor that this Hogue kid wants to blame for sheriff's deputies not doing their job. So if we're going to put everything on the same scale, if we're going to make everything equal, then by the same token, doesn't Governor Ducey get to take the credit for the arrest of these kids in <laughs> Pinal County? <laughs> I guess you could use that same logic. Granted, I'm not a Ducey fan, so I don't want to give him any credit for that. But yes, I see exactly. Well, I see exactly what you're saying. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah, uh, and ultimately, then uh, Trump gets to take the credit. I mean, if it goes, if we're talking about chain of command, yeah, it gets to go all the way up to Trump. He stopped this. Uh, he's the one that uh, stopped the. Uh, Kids from shooting up the school in Pinal County. Yeah, if you want to go with that, because he Trump's in charge of the FBI, he thinks. So Trump's, you know, you have you have the sheriff's department down here. Ducey's in charge of that. Since Ducey's just a governor, Trump must be in charge of him as a president, right? According to the logic right, of Hogg. Exactly. Yeah, Let's follow the chain of command all the way up. Man. There you go. Kudos, uh, kudos to President the Trump for stopping logic, this. I know. Yeah, this I know. Kid, this kid's uh, whacked out. Yeah, it's, and you know, he's being, he's being steered by his father, the, the retired FBI agent. It's sad. I mean, they're letting their kid get manipulated and, and, and made to look like a fool. So it's not going to end well for him, uh, in, in, publicly speaking. Let's put it that way. Publicly speaking. Yep. All right, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Maybe this is just a reflection of what schools are actually teaching nowadays because they're not teaching how the branches of government actually work. I was thinking, that, yeah, I was thinking the same thing weeks uh, last week when he said that. Yeah, like, I mean, go, go get a good education. That's not how this works. Take a government class, or at least, are they teaching government? Who knows? Probably not. Probably not is right. Probably not is right. Uh, all right, so, um, man, oh, man, oh, man. 633 on KNST AM 790. There is, uh, there is so much more that I need to play for you. As a matter of fact, you got to hear uh, why one CNN analyst says women can't carry guns in schools. Holy, how does this actually happen? I really, I just want to know. How does this actually happen? Uh, and on top of that, the latest on FedEx, they're not so squeaky clean. Um, they're issuing statements now on guns. They're feeling the pressure. We'll get to that coming up in about six. Here's the latest right now on KNST from Fox. Leading talk. Seriously, it really does. Wait, wait. Ah, thank you. My son likes this song because this is in Hotel Transylvania too. Drac and Dennis are dancing to this. I now know these things. Yes. Uh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> you wait. But it's true that it's it, <laughs> it's true. 
People like, doesn't it suck to get up so early? Dude, I'm like, I feel like I get a jump on the day. By you listening to this show, you get a jump on the day and everybody else. And I really, I, yeah, I know it feels good. I really do. Like, in a non-elitist way, you feel better than everybody else. <laughs> and smarter. It's true. It's true. You know it is. You know it is. Uh, by the way, three things I think you need to know. A uh, couple of uh, rocket scientists up in Pinal County. Combs High School students. Two of them. Arrested, they were talking about shooting up the campus. One student overheard it, told the authorities, they investigated, they arrested, and then the uh, authorities found a GoFundMe page these two geniuses started where they tried to raise money for ammo. And they actually, on the page, wrote, ammo's expensive, we need money to shoot up the school. Please help. Geniuses. I mean, really? Second, would that work on Shark Tank? I joke about it now because nobody got hurt, thank God. Uh, second thing I think you need to know is that uh, reports now show that an internal email from the Broward County Sheriff's de- uh, Office, it apparently directs all employees to defend Sheriff Scott Israel. You know when the the, uh, the left tries to call Trump a dictator and they call uh, Trump, Trump is this, you know, he's the tyrant and, uh, and you know, he's just like the rest of those, like, like Shabba, you know, the rest of the, oh, he's, he's terrible. That, this is what dictators do. This is what Kim Jong-il used to do. You know? Uh, make sure you defend me. You're all ordered to defend me. Really? And by the way, story, and I just put it out. I just tweeted it out. And I'll get into this. Story from the Miami Herald. Shooter could have faced charges before massacre. Had cops done their job, experts say. This right there means, hey, Congress, shut up. You don't need to change anything. Law enforcement failed. Yep. Uh, third thing. That I think you need to know. Oh, baby. <clears throat> Rich Rod puts out uh, the U of A football hideaway book. Yes, the hideaway book. The one that his uh, former executive assistant said had all the secrecy and it caused secrets. It told people crazy things. It basically told the, stu- the, uh, the athletes to go to church, to volunteer. Uh, if they want to go to church, they should. It's highly uh, looked upon. Don't curse in front of people. Don't be stupid. Don't get drunk. All those things. Rich Rod's like, oh, I'll put it out there. And he did. And he says that he's being extorted for $7.5 million by his former assistant, which, it, I mean, it kind of looks that way a little bit. I, it's Again, this is he said, she said, nobody knows what the hell's really going on. Uh, but I tell you what, we need a law that if all of a sudden it turns out someone is a liar and doing this just to try to get some money, they should then somehow pay a penalty. That's what I think. Three things I think you need to know. Um all right, so I want you to hear this uh, because if this were the other, if this was said by someone on the other side, it would be sexist. Uh, the, the commentators on TV, you know, we're onto something when the commentators continue to try to make excuses as to why teachers should not be armed. And look, it's from the right and the left where they're saying teachers shouldn't be armed. We talked about Doug Ducey saying that. Um, it goes out of a bunch of governors. We we don't want our teachers to be armed. Blah blah blah. Are you kidding me right now? You kidding me? I want you to hear uh, a CNN analyst, Tom Fuentes, right? Tom Fuentes needs, uh, he, 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 gives, he needs to just tell people why it's bad. Why, and then he goes full sexist. Yes, number 141, Tom Fuentes on CNN. Listen to this. For a woman, where are you going to hide that gun during the day? You can't put it in your desk drawer. Somebody oh. might steal it. And you can't get to it. Oh. You're not going to have it in a safe in the principal's office. You can't get to it. On your person, hiding it. If you wear a dress, if you wear a skirt, are you going to have to wear a jacket every day with a belt and a holster the wow. way a detective, mm-hmm. you know, on duty would do? Wow. Um, it's, it's not a real practical solution, even for a variety of reasons, mm-hmm. much less the being adept 
is more than just pulling the trigger and making the bullet go down range. And of course, the CNN chick didn't say anything like, really? Because they like the narrative. Wow. Again, if I'd have said something like that, which I wouldn't, it'd be sexist, right? I mean, it would totally be sexist. And, and it should. A woman can't. And this guy's supposed to be some kind of analyst, like, you know, some specialist, whatever. Dude, there are what you could. Women can get holsters where they have it on their thigh. Women can get holsters. There are all kinds of holsters out there. Women can hide guns, even if they're wearing a skirt. Holy smokes, man. This is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, by the way, another more ignorance. 142. Let's play one more. Jim Acosta, CNN, Trump hating Jim Acosta. Um, why? And he asked why, you know, about arming teachers. Just, just listen to the question. Here we go. Um, you can be helpful in that process without it. Worried that if you have a lot of people inside these schools with weapons, that, that this could turn into a situation like the wild west. Uh, what would you say to parents out there who are worried about uh, faculty members, coaches, administrators, uh, packing heat? Uh, that's why we're having this conversation. Yeah, okay. See, that's what stinks. I left that in. Um, so, you know, this ignorant fool over at CNN, well, wouldn't it be the Wild West if teachers had this? I don't know, 170, we talked about it yesterday, 170 school districts in Texas allow teachers to pack. Is it the Wild West? 12 in Colorado, 40 in Ohio, 5 in California. Every school allows teachers in the state of Utah to carry concealed if they'd like. Is it the Wild West? There's 18 states right now that allow uh, teachers to carry and staff to carry on the campus. There's eight more that are on the verge of doing it. Where's it? And that's where I wish, you know what? Hey, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is usually on it. She usually, you know, has the answer and is bright. She needs that information. Instead of making an excuse, oh, that's why we're having this conversation about, get the facts out there. When people go, oh my God, I didn't realize that. So it's possible for teachers to carry? Look, it's all over the country. And they're not shooting kids that mouth off to them? No way. Yeah. That's the point. So it bothers me. That's, you know, Trump administration needs to do a better job than that. They need to do a better job. Uh, 647 now in KNST, AM 790, 880 KNST, 8805678. I actually want to take a little turn. I want, oh, this is very important. This story from the Miami Herald, I just put it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Uh, like and follow it, please, so you get this stuff. Okay. Um, shooter could have faced charges before massacre. Had cops done their job, experts say. Nicholas Cruz threatened classmates, posted photos of himself holding guns. We know all this, right? Made violent statements online. Used the very uh, secretive name online, uh, Nicholas Cruz, on Instagram and YouTube. I mean, how do you find a guy like that? His troubling behavior, it says here, the Miami Herald, gave law enforcement plenty of opportunities to investigate and arrest him and even take away his guns long before he shot up his school, according to interviews with former South Florida prosecutors and legal experts. This is another thing that needs to come out. People need to know this, that more laws would not have changed this. There are laws in the books that would have stopped it, but the people that were supposed to execute the laws failed miserably. Miserably. In recent years, it says here, South Florida police detectives have arrested a slew of young men in unrelated cases who exhibited similar troubling behavior on a variety of charges. Cops took them seriously. It never happened with Cruz. 
There's no doubt there was a failure, former Miami-Dade prosecutor Marshall Dory Lewis said, of how law enforcement handled tips about Cruz. The idea that they were aware of it and could do nothing is absurd. We can't let this happen again. Wow. Scott Israel says he was handcuffed, legally handcuffed from arresting Cruz. Right? FBI didn't act on two strong tips. We know this. He wants more power. You heard we played the sound bites of Sheriff Israel. What did he say? He said, we need to be able to take guns away from people. That's it. Take guns away from people. Hmm. It says here, one key misstep in the Cruz's case came in February of 2016. A Broward deputy responded to a report that Nicholas Cruz planned to shoot up the school. I mean, how about that? An Instagram photo of a juvenile with a gun prompted the tip. That was according to a timeline released by the Broward County Sheriff's Office on Thursday. Broward County deputy determined Cruz had possessed knives and a BB gun, but the info was not forwarded to Detective Bureau or Broward's intelligence unit, which routinely monitors possible violent offenders who post online. Um, They had all this stuff. Instead, the information was sent to the high school, to the resource officer, who was a deputy there. Remember the guy that didn't go in? Scott Peterson, that's who got it. So nothing was done. John Priavolos, a former Miami prosecutor, said the standard isn't whether that information itself was arrestable, but whether law enforcement had an obligation to investigate a violation of the law. A detective should have been assigned. Subpoenas should have been sent to Instagram to locate the IP address and verify it was Cruz. So even this guy knows, and the FBI is like, we couldn't find him. We had no idea. What are we supposed to do? Cruz could have been arrested, this guy said. Maybe he would have been diverted to a mental health court but he would have been under some sort of supervision. At the very least, the most capable intelligence detective should have been monitoring him. So, he could have been arrested. Now we're having prosecutors come out giving examples of it. So, this is where I wish we had, I mean, President Trump says it like it is. I wish he would. Wants to ban bump stocks, which had nothing to do with this friggin' shooting. Nothing. Nothing at all. Zero. Improve background checks. All right, cool. Background checks. Fine. But they had nothing to do with it. They failed over and over and over again. That stupid sheriff literally could have had this guy arrested. One of the prosecutors, the South Florida former prosecutor, said Nicholas Cruz's threats to teens could constitute aggravated cyberstalking, a felony. That's from, the again, the former Miami-Dade prosecutor. They could also violate state law against issuing written threats to kill. Quote, you have no right to say to somebody, I'm going to kill you. That's what he said. He said that to his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend. I have guns, I will kill you. Called him racial slurs, all that stuff, and said that. I will kill you. Sending photos of weapons on his bed, saying, I will kill you. Yeah. Another another attorney, Miami defense attorney Richard Delaferra. If law enforcement saw the message and could identify the person who was sending them, the ball got dropped when the investigation didn't go any further. He could have been charged again with aggravated cyber stalking. It could have prevented him from possessing the weapon that he used to kill 17 people. He would be required to surrender firearms that he had. He wouldn't have had the firearm. This is a big freaking deal, isn't it? 
That's what I think. I saw it. And that's that's what it was. So there is literally no reason to have any kind of gun control, new gun laws, all this other stuff. It's just not needed. They had it. They had the guy. They had the laws in the books. And that stupid sheriff ignored it. You should, you know, I hope they civilly, I hope that the victim's family civilly sue him. Anyway, uh, 653, we'll continue. Now we'll get to this uh, story locally at 710. A local uh, rabble-rouser, community activist, pro-illegal immigration guy, pro-open borders, pro-Mexican-American studies. Uh, He's had enough. He put it on uh, Facebook that uh, he hopes, he basically suggested to people, he said they should go shoot corrupt government officials. Uh, Maybe Sheriff Napier should investigate that, huh? Maybe. We'll get to that coming up. KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. All right, 707, it is Tuesday, February 27th. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things that I think you need to know. A couple of Combs High School students up in the Santan Valley in Pinal County arrested because they were talking about shooting up their school, their high school. One student overheard it, told the sheriffs up there in Pinal County. They investigated, they arrested them. Uh, thank God nobody was hurt. One 15-year-old had uh, access to guns at home. The other did not. One of the students set up a GoFundMe page. Yes, a go- the, the student without guns at home set up a GoFundMe page to buy ammo. No joke, according to Pinal County Sheriffs. On the GoFundMe page, they said the ammunition was expensive and they needed help to shoot up Combs High School. They were, again, they were arrested. Um. They were arrested, they were charged, they were taken away. That's what should have happened down in Florida. More gun control, though. That's what we need, more gun control. Uh, charged with interference or disruption of an education institution and conspiracy to commit terrorism. Second thing that I think you need to know, internal email down there in Broward County, the sheriff's office, has uh, every employee of that sheriff's department directed to defend Sheriff Scott Israel. Isn't that nice? The ego on this guy. Yeah, and then there's a story out, and I talked about this. This should be the end of it. Miami Herald, they talked to a whole bunch of former our former prosecutors, current attorneys, and they said there are already laws on the books that would have let Broward County Sheriff's Office arrest Nicholas Cruz and take his guns. They're already there. They just didn't actual. They didn't. They didn't actually follow the law. They didn't go after him. They didn't use the tools they had available to them. Right there, that should stop the whole gun debate. Every single one of it. Stop blaming the NRA. There was failure on law enforcement, and that's it. And, and I put it on. I put the story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Please like and follow and then share that story. It's huge. And I tweeted it out at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. Third thing, I think you need to know Rich Rod says he's being extorted for seven and a half mil. He calls it extortion, that lawsuit against him by, by his former assistant. Uh, he also released that hideaway book. Yeah, was it a hideaway book? Something like, yeah, that secret book that his uh, for, a former executive assistant said showed all kinds of secrecy and this and that, and it had things in there. He he released it to the media. His lawyer released it to the media. It had things in there like don't get drunk, don't act like an idiot in public, be careful what you say to the media because everything's on the record. Uh, volunteer uh, if you want, you should go to church. I mean, those those kinds of things were in there. 
That's it. Three things I think you need to know. Um, so now there, there is a, there's a, people are like jumping to all kinds of extreme measures, right? And maybe they should now. Maybe they should. I told you yesterday that uh, a Louisiana high school student, do you remember this? A Louisiana high school student was in math class and commented, you know what the square root symbol is? You know that you're in? This student, he said, eh, it looks like a gun, the, the square root symbol. They called the freaking authorities there. They investigated him. They arrested this guy. They took him in. They questioned him. They searched his home. And they said that was a bad use of words. Are you kidding me now? You can't describe what? So they had that. Um, there was a story we did. Do you remember the story? What did we, I talked about it last week. There was another extreme example of local authorities investigating um, and questioning I think it was another student about a gun. He made some kind of offhanded comment. Anyway, it's happening like that right over and over. And at least for the students. Well, there's, and I, I hate saying the name. I don't want to bring attention to, I think, somebody that's a complete maniac. But there's a guy in town, I guess, here in Tucson, named D.A. Morales. I guess he has a blog, because that's cool. Maybe he has a link to his MySpace page. I don't know. And this guy is not, I don't even know what this guy does. He is just nothing but, he starts trouble. That's all he does. He starts trouble. He is pro-illegal alien, pro-open borders, pro-amnesty, hates SB 1070, loves Mexican-American studies, the brainwash, the way he was taught, the brainwashing way he was taught at TUSD, all this stuff, right? Just loves to get political and to uh, do things, right? Well, uh, I guess all this gun talk and everything in Florida made him write some extreme things on his Facebook page. And on February 24th at 1.41 in the afternoon, this D.A. Morales, again right here in Tucson, wrote on his Facebook page, I've decided that I will apply to any grants and advocate gun ownership for all minorities in Tucson. Corrupt government, question mark? Shoot the corrupt government official. One gun for all brown folks to defend ourselves against the tyranny of the government. You don't get one, Ryan. I, you don't, he doesn't look at you and think you're, you're brown. You, I, you work at KNST. You, you don't qualify. It automatically makes you white or something like that. Matter of fact, we will call you white bread. I don't even know. I like it. I like white bread, too. It's actually very, it's not good for you, but it tastes so good. That's all that matters. So this guy wrote that. Is that not, should that shoot the corrupt government? He is encouraging people to shoot what they believe are corrupt government officials. And as we know, there are lots of corrupt government officials, aren't there? Lots of them. Lots of them. Now, I noticed something else, too. He has friends on Facebook, and one of the friends that popped up, Mark Napier, Sheriff Mark Napier. Now, he can't know everything that's going on. But remember, we had uh, the sheriff on, was it, it was Friday, wasn't it? Because somebody reacted to uh, Sheriff Napier's Facebook page. I'll continue more with the Morales in a second. But somebody wrote on Sheriff Napier's Facebook page, like, good job you know, getting the vote reversed so you can get that Homeland Security grant for $1.4 million in the Operation Stone Garden. Too bad you had to deal with a couple of Mexicans on the board. 
Um, and the reason I think the guy wrote that is not because he hates Mexicans or that he's racist, is that those people on the board, Valadez and, uh, and Dick Elias, they're both supervisors. And again, people ask, why don't you just call him Richard? I'm like, I only have four hours, so I have to shorten it up to give myself more time to talk. So we call him Dick Elias. So anyway, uh, those guys are definitely pro-Mexico, anti-America in that aspect. They want open borders. They don't want illegal immigrants caught, arrested, deported. They don't see any crime with that. To me, that's anti-American. It's against the rule of law. We have a way for you to get here, and nobody's above the law, and that just shouldn't be. So anyway... Uh, Some guy wrote that on Sheriff Napier's Facebook page and local TV station KVOA Channel 4 actually um, actually did a a story on that. I'm thinking, really, you did a story on a Facebook comment that generated interest. They even got a quote from Sheriff Napier and he talked about it on the show on Friday with me. He called in. So that generates a story. They have this guy that the media knows. He's at all the plays, you know, especially when all the TUSD Mexican-American studies was going on. He was everywhere. And this guy literally said, shoot the corrupt government official. He is encouraging people to shoot. Is that not a threat? Are you telling me somebody can actually get investigated in the state of Louisiana because they said the square root symbol looks like a gun? I'm kidding uh, in high school. But this guy puts on Facebook, shoot the corrupt uh, corrupt government official. Right? Now... He then put in his own comment section when people commented, FYI, personally, I'm a peaceful person and don't advocate shooting anyone, except for that he just did shoot the corrupt government official. Right? And then he, that later, a few minutes after that, three minutes later, he put on Facebook, every brown or black person should own a gun. If you do, please tag me in your posts with guns. Second Amendment applies to us also. When did anybody say that minorities shouldn't own guns? When, when did that happen? Anyway, so apparently this started to get around, and he actually tried to claim he was joking. Now, can you joke around about that? Imagine if I said that. It's irresponsible, and it's just wrong. That had been the first thing they would have said, because you're on the radio. He's on the radio, shouldn't be saying these things. He's the one encouraging, you know, that's why Lofter did what he did, because of talk radio. Yeah. And that's what Sheriff Dupnik yep. said. Absolutely. Sheriff Dupnik said, because of all the hatred and vitriol and talk radio and the media, that's why. Thanks, dude. So anyway, the next day... 24 hours later, this D.A. Morales writes on Facebook, Dear everyone, I don't advocate killing any government officials. I am a peaceful person and nonviolent. I do think it's ironic that police-loving conservatives defend the Second Amendment to protect themselves against the tyranny of the government. That's, that's why it was created. Genius. He writes, that means fighting police and military. No, it doesn't. No, no, actually it doesn't. He writes, you will lose. This whole defense of the Second Amendment is stupid. You cannot defeat the Marines and nukes and bomb drop. This is, I mean, this is a real smart guy. So why exactly do you want guns, your guns, if we all know fighting the U.S. is futile? Don't try to twist my words against me. You are the genocidal and violent ones, white and proud of it. Right, Allie Miller? That's what he wrote. What's wrong I don't, with that? I don't believe that she actually called for a shooting of anyone, but you did. And he tries to claim that he is joking. He then, later that day, February 25th, 5.37 p.m., put on Facebook, irony is when I am sarcastic about arming all brown folks so there will finally be gun control. So th- is that what he thinks, that if minorities get guns, Republicans will finally say, that's it, they can't have them, we need gun." Really? 
Sure enough, he writes, white folks, Allie Miller and Mark Fincham follow through trolling my site, have reported me as a threat to state law enforcement, LOL. And that's where you leave it. Can I say this sounds racist? Which part? A lot of it, especially when he talks about, you know, white people, brown people. Of course, he doesn't. It sounds very separatist. Yes, it, and, and that's exactly what this guy is. And that's, you know, he fits in the whole mold of uh, Grijalva and the rest of them. Uh, that don't like, well, I, I mean, I mean, for kind of white people in that aspect. You know, you don't he have fit, to live in America. If he, you don't like America, you don't have to live here. Know, he but just, if you're going to stay here, he then thinks, try to be a yes, part of it. He thinks that it's just an unfair system and he wants separation. And he thinks that white people have gotten too much and is probably believes in, you know, the whole white, um, white privilege and, and everything else. You know where there's a fair system and it's only a stone throws away in Mexico. Absolutely fair system between the government <laughs> and the people. So just why ignore the caste here? system. Yeah, yeah. Just go. I mean, why not? Why not I immigrate don't. to Mexico? Because he wants us to be Mexico. That's what it comes down to. I'm good. So anyway, do you think that uh, Sheriff Napier should investigate? How can this not be investigated? How can the local media? I mean, I know why the local media won't do a story again. They didn't do a story, even though we played it a thousand times of Pima County Supervisor Dick Elias. Basically calling Border Patrol racist. That if he goes north of River Road, he's going to get pulled over because he's brown. Probably by a brown Border Patrol agent, which would never happen. And I need to have my visa. They never did anything about that. But they did a damn story about some random person on Facebook making a comment on on Sheriff Napier's page. Really? A random person making a comment. Whether it's racist or not, there is such a thing as the First Amendment. People have the right to be idiotic, racist, stupid, whatever you want. But violence, not by big difference by saying you got to deal with a couple of Mexicans on the board versus shoot corrupt government officials, isn't it? It's the uh, it's why the rest of the media stinks here. That's why I am good. That's why you listen. Maybe I'll text Sheriff Napier to ask him, would you investigate this guy, or is it like, nah, he doesn't mean you know? It's it's not not well. If you're gonna take it not seriously, you don't think our people. I don't want to talk radio blame for anything then. Do I think that this DA Morales really wants people to shoot government officials? I don't think so, right? I don't think so. At the same time, if they're going to crack down on everybody that sneezes the wrong way, you got to take it seriously, don't you? 880-KNST, 880-5678. You can hit me up on Twitter, on Facebook, Garrett at KNST.com. On the email, we'll continue. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Sons, most stimulating talk. Pumping ground just a bit south in Fort Hood. That's down in Texas, about an hour south of Waco. Thanks for the mention. Miss you, buddy, LOL. <laughs> Why LOL? Anyway. Because he doesn't mean it. I know he doesn't. So there you go, listening on the iHeartRadio app down there in Fort Hood. Uh, the largest, uh, I believe, the largest base we have, I believe, or largest, because uh, there's like a gazillion gazillion members of army down there it's it's huge it's huge i'm not making it up when the people wear the good feet art supports it it works it works uh so anyway i'm um, also did i say I'm, I'm sending uh sheriff napier the screenshot so there you go uh he's heard about this and now he will see it uh okay let's go to uh adriana adriana welcome to knst hello hi garrett hi so, so let me tell you, so the saying goes, he who stirs the pot should lick the spoon. 
And I think you know what pot I'm talking about? Yeah, yes, yes, And yes, yes. that is exactly what D.A. Morales is. I, know, I don't want to give him too much pub because it's, he's on, it's like punching down, you know? Right. It's... But my whole point is that everything that he just, in that, in that one post, don't turn my words against me, mm-hmm. that is exactly what he has done for the whole time that yeah. I've known him. Yeah, well, I guess and he's, going he's back waste. and forth with him and... And he turns everything you say and everything he comes, everything that he posts and says, come from a state of mind of being a victim. He comes from the the state of mind of victimhood oh, and God. rape, and that's it. That's all he does. Oh God! There you go. That's exactly what he is, and it's, that's why I, I don't want to give him a lot of pub. I don't want right. to give. I don't want to give him any airtime. It's just not worth it. But it's it, I think. But I think it's. He's but it, challenged me to go back one on one with him because I'm an American of Mexican descent. Mm-hmm. And I have totally the opposite mindset of him, but he's wanted to go back and forth with me, and it's like people are like, "Don't do it." It's what not for? worth it. It's you can't it's you can't fix stupid. But, but you have to like what you yes. said. We have to hold them accountable yeah. because if you had said that, oh, oh my god, forget it, man. You, it would be the end of the world, you know. And I would never say that. It's a stupid thing to say, but people think that they can say whatever the hell they want on social media and get away with it. Well, because the climate that we're in right now, yeah. they feel so empowered. And my my kids were listening because I was just taking them to school, and they're like, "Hey, that's that guy that you're always going back and forth with." So <laughs> much. Just, I know. Stop it! Just stop <laughs> it! Don't even waste your time. Life's too short. It's too precious. Yeah. So, and the thing is that I did. I had backed off for so long because I took Facebook off my off my phone. So did my wife. And so I haven't had. So when yeah. I have time every now and then to. I guess just sit around and and, and see what's on my phone. Mm-hmm. I go in there and I see him. He's still at it. He doesn't change. It's always victimhood and race. Yeah. And and the fact that I'm pretty sure he's apologizing so much because if they start looking at his Facebook page, his Facebook page will be going down because he has said so many things over the past couple of years that I'm surprised no one's ever really looked into into what he has said. Well, again, it's because the media, they like the narrative. They like his point yeah. of view. Uh, and on top of that, that's why I brought it up. The only reason I brought it up is because if everybody else is going to get investigated over ridiculous things, I think it's about time that the yeah. other side gets looked at. You know, And that's why it was so stupid that there was a story about a comment on Sheriff Napier's page. But this mm-hmm. gets over and over. The dude literally said we should shoot corrupt government officials. Are yeah, you kidding me right now? personally because I do have friends who are elected officials. Yep. I and know. just in general, it, 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 just for anybody, you know, know. it's wrong. It's, so yeah. I want to see something happen. If no investigation is done, I mean, he's the epitome of Isabel Garcia. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. I listen. I, I don't want to get too inside because not, you know, we're getting <laughs> yeah, very inside in that. Then, but yeah, but so. you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Investigate. Yes. Investigate. And then, you know, Sheriff Napier, I sent it to him and he got it and he's going to look into it and. I hope something, I hope there is an investigation. You know, do I think he wants to do it? No, but you never, you know, I don't know what people he's talking about. And I'm sick of talk radio getting blamed. You're inspiring people to commit violence. No, I'm not. No, yeah. I'm not. And how funny is that? Is that, uh, you know, talk radio for all the, if you don't listen to it, you think it's hateful and racist and this and that. But when you listen to it, you know the truth. Uh, uh-huh. But social media is a hell of a lot more dangerous, hell of a lot more angry, and is full of a lot more hatred. So, and remember, this is where um, the civil discourse yeah, uh, exactly. whole thing started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look what, at what we get. What's the point Nothing. of them? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Adriana, exactly. listen, Useless. thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Don't take thank us you. off your phone, okay? <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. 733, we'll continue. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, I got to do some other stories that I have, um, including one. We'll get to the FedEx. FedEx is not as uh, clean as you want about the NRA. We'll get to that. And um, 
why? There are little stories out there. Why? Oh, why? Despite the media hoping Trump and the Republicans get their butts handed to him in November, why? They it looks like they're gonna they're gonna do better than than the media is leading on. Wait till you hear this. It's coming up. We're in about six right now on KNST. Here's Fox. Seven forty-one. Sorry, I was uh, posting that uh, screenshot of that DA Morales got on my Facebook page. Facebook.com/slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow, so you can see it and you can share it and you can comment. I think the dude should be investigated. Uh, Sheriff Napier, we'll see if he does, um, and uh, and hopefully we'll find out. Uh, three things, though, I think you need to know. Number one, couple of uh, students from a high school in Pinal County, Combs High School. Arrested because they apparently were going to shoot up the school there. Isn't that just nice? Santan Valley, not far from where I'm sitting. And maybe from where you're listening, unless you're on the iHeartRadio app in some other state. Uh, a Combs student heard these two nitwits talking about taking a gun to schools. They contacted the sheriff's department. They investigated up there in Pinal County. And uh, they found uh, that not only did these two nitwits talk about it, they investigated one of the nitwits had access to guns in his home. The other did not. The one without access to guns made a, a GoFundMe page literally asking for people for money because ammo's expensive and they need help to shoot up their high school. I swear to God, you can't make up that stuff. I will also put that on my Facebook page later on. Second thing, I think, you again, they were arrested, charged with crimes. Second thing I think you need to know, internal email shows that uh, the sheriff down there in Broward County ordering every employee of his uh, sheriff's department to defend him at all times. Defend him in the media, defend him, defend him, defend him, back him, support him. Isn't that just nice? And then there's a story, and we'll get back into this, from the Miami Herald, where they actually got former prosecutors, current lawyers, to say there are already laws in the books that the sheriff could have used to arrest Nicholas Cruz, the shooter, charge him with crimes, take away his guns. Why blame the NRA? This guy failed. This should be the top story across the country right now. It should be the number one. It should be on Drudge. It should be up there on Drudge. They could have arrested him. It's on my Facebook page. Third thing, I think you need to know, and there's a lot to talk about, man, but uh, here locally, Rich Rod says he's being extorted by his former executive assistant, uh, $7.5 million, and he also released that that book she said was a secret, this 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 hideaway book with a... And all kinds of information on what to do, and it was secrecy and his power. And apparently in there is a bunch of things about don't trust the media because they're always on the record, don't get drunk, don't drive drunk, don't embarrass us, volunteer, go to church, those kinds of things. Is the case starting to fall apart? Rich Rod seems to be very proactive on this, and she is not. Three things I think you need to know. And yet he got canned. What a mess that program is now, right? What a mess. Um, what is true. Uh, Okay, FedEx, by the way, FedEx, not exactly, let's say, squeaky clean. FedEx originally, you know, uh, you have all these, uh, these, this idiot David Hogg, this student. I hate to say he's a student, he survived a shooting. I get it, but this guy is going to, he's he's crossed the line. He's crossed the line with with what he's trying to do. He's full activist, nothing else. Can't be trusted, things like that. Um, He, this, this one, this, this Hogg is, Telling college students, don't come to Florida over spring break because we need to we need to boycott Florida until we get gun laws changed and things like that and blah, 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 blah. Okay. 
And he's uh, trying to get, there's like, what, 14, 15 companies that have said we're not going to do business anymore with the NRA, no discounts, whatever, as if people want discounts and that's it. Well, the NRA said, apparently, you know what, we believe in the Second Amendment, right? That's what they said. We believe in the Second Amendment. We're good. Yes, yes, yes. Well, last night, and FedEx is starting to crack a little bit, right? Starting to crack. Um... They are not breaking ties with the NRA, but they did release a statement. Quote, FedEx Corporation's positions on the issues of gun policy and safety differ from those of the National Rifle Association. FedEx opposes assault rifles being in the hands of citizens. FedEx views assault rifles in large capacity magazines as an inherent potential danger to schools, workplaces, and communities when such weapons are misused. When anything's misused. You know what? The big trucks that FedEx has their drivers driving could be a threat when they're misused, right? We, therefore, support restricting them to the military. Yet, if you ask anybody in the military, they'll say we don't have AR-15s. What exactly is the definition of an assault rifle? Yeah, uh-huh. Exactly. So FedEx, come on, FedEx, are you kidding me? But that David Hogg, that student, hey, at FedEx, why do you support the NRA? And then he tweets, FedEx chairman is Fred Smith. Apparently, he's a huge Republican donor. Hashtag boycott FedEx. Yeah. So FedEx starting to crack a little bit. Uh, by the way, to hear what's going on with Delta, Delta said, no, we're, we, we are not going to give any discounts. No, we're not working with the NRA anymore. Blah, 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 right? We're not working with them. Well, apparently, um, they were going to get a big tax break in Atlanta. It's where they're based, in Georgia. They were going to get a big tax break, about $50 million they were going to save on taxes for jet fuel. Well, now I think the lieutenant governor there in Georgia has said, you know what? I think we're going to get rid of that whole tax break for you. You going after gun owners, people that support the Second Amendment? Now you can. Now it's going to cost you. And they're trying to make that happen. No break on jet fuel. You know, decisions have consequences, right? I believe they do. All right, uh, there's more also, by the way. 747 now on KNST AM 790. There's a story that I saw last week. I did not get a chance to talk about it, but I think it's huge. I think it's very telling. Comes from Florida. Nothing to do with the shooting. Florida City shows how Trump and the Republicans may benefit, may do well this November, despite the media thinking they won't, because of the tax cuts. Oh. Oh. Democrats telling you how bad it is, right? It's terrible. Let me skip down to part of the story here. Isabel Valencia, 34 years old. This is from Bloomberg now. Isabel Valencia, 34, said she's seeing about an extra 50 bucks a month from the tax cuts. No small sum for a mother of two earning 25000 a year in a local pediatrician's office. Her husband lost his job recently, so her family moved in with her brother. She didn't vote in 2016 because she said she doubted that her vote mattered. Quote, yes, absolutely, it does encourage me to vote. And yes, it makes me more likely to vote Republican. Referring to the tax cuts. Oh. So the effects, the effects of the tax overhaul... The GOP tax overhaul are starting to trickle through the economy. Large employers, you know what the bonuses they're doing. An employee with taxable earnings of about forty grand annually received a biweekly paycheck increase of about twenty-eight bucks. Said Pete Iceberg, he's with a company that figured this out. I'm just going to say it that way. An employee with taxable earnings of seventy-five grand got about seventy dollars every biweekly paycheck. It's not crumbs. You add it up, right? thousands of dollars 70 times i mean every two weeks 140 times 12 
It's thousands of dollars. Um, some Homestead residents who previously voted for Democrats are starting to view the GOP more favorably following a tax code change. Annette Padilla, 37-year-old mother of six, voted for Clinton and Obama before her, but said she likes Trump's emphasis on creating jobs, even if he comes across as a bully. She recently lost her job, so her family's relying on her husband's $40,000 a year job fixing equipment for a swimming pool company. If we start seeing more in our checks, then yes, that's a start regarding her inclination to vote Republican in future elections. I'm telling you, it's happening. It's happening. And they're going out saying this is terrible. This is going to kill people. This is the Armageddon. They're realizing the Democrats are lies. Matter of fact, let's play one soundbite related to this. 144, Donnie Deutsch on MSNBC. They're all talking about Trump needs to be impeached, impeached, taken away, blah, blah, blah. He's evil. He's bad. But then they admit that he's going to win in a landslide. Listen to this. And this scares me. Last word. And that if he is not taken out of office. In handcuffs. Voted out. By, voted out of office by 2020. He's he will win, win again I agree in a landslide. Because landslide. people vote with their pocketbooks. Yep. And that's what's scary to me. Oh, duh. But Republicans, Democrats, you see the difference, right? Democrats, it's all about what? It's all about race, division. We know better than you. You don't know how to make decisions. We can do it for you. Mm hmm. That's how it works. 880 KNST, 880-5678. We will continue. Morning Ritual, Gary Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Slash radio. Seven. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out on this Tuesday. It's going to rain, you. So uh, the bad women out there will melt. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, a couple of uh, dopey high school students. I don't want to downplay it, but the system worked. A couple of dopey high school students up in Pinal County, Combs High School. Uh, they were arrested because they were going to shoot up the school. A couple of, uh, fifth, I think they were both 15. Uh, anyway, uh, apparently one student overheard these two classmates saying, uh, we're going to take a gun to school. So they called the Pinal County Sheriff's Office. They investigated. And they learned that uh, the 15-year-old student threatened to uh, file off a serial number on his gun, take it to school, shoot everybody. The other 15-year-old didn't have any guns in his house, but started a GoFundMe page where Pinal County says the site explained the ammunition, that ammunition was expensive and they needed help to shoot up Combs High School. It has since been taken down, but they're so dumb they actually said that. Ammo's expensive. We need help to shoot up our high school. Can you help? So they were arrested. Charged with interference or disruption of an education institution, conspiracy to commit terrorism. That's how it's supposed to work. Not gun control. That. That is how it works. Of course, if, what if they did bring the gun to school? Wouldn't it be nice if a teacher could defend themselves and the, and the students? Anyway, second thing that I think you need to know. Internal email down there. Broward County Sheriff's Office has the sheriff, Scott Israel, 
directing every employee there to defend him in the media. Yep. Defend me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Follow-up, by the way, story in the Miami Herald, and I put it on my Facebook page and on my Twitter. It shows that they talked to former prosecutors, current lawyers. They said there are enough laws here in Florida on the books where the sheriff's office could have arrested this guy and taken away his guns. They just didn't do it. It's a failure. Third thing I think you need to know, latest poll out, People's Pundit Daily. It's a great website. They were the only accurate pollster uh, for the 2016 Trump win for that. They're the only ones that called it. Smart people, smart, uh, smart news organization. And they've done a poll. Majority of Americans think government is more responsible for the high school shooting in not gun control. Uh, 33% blame a lack of gun control for the school shooting in Parkland. 54% blame government. Of parents with children, this is Richard Barris who runs People's Pundit, of, P, of parents with children, with children, uh, elementary or secondary school age, 61% blame the government. Just 23% say a lack of gun control. That's a big freaking deal, isn't it? The debate should be over, at least when it comes to gun control, but it should be all about the government fixing things, making the schools more safe by letting teachers be able to defend themselves. Again, I still don't understand why they can't. If they, don't, if they want to, if they want to feel comfortable to do it. Three things I think you need to know. Now, Trump brought this up yesterday when he was speaking with um, the governors at the White House. And, you know, some governor of Washington, Jay Inslee, go, oh, yeah, how about a little less tweeting, a little more of this? Whatever, dude. Whatever. Um, so I want you to play, I want you to hear what Trump said yesterday about this. Because I think it's, it's, uh, it's pretty good. One, 136. This is not what, uh, what is driving the media nuts. That'll be next. But they make sense right here. Uh, 136, here's Trump talking to the governors. Here we go. We have to take steps to harden our schools so that they're less vulnerable to attack. This includes allowing well-trained and certified school personnel to carry concealed firearm. At some point, you need volume. I don't know that a school is going to be able to hire 100 security guards that are armed. Plus, you know, I got to watch some deputy sheriffs performing this weekend. They weren't exactly uh, Medal of Honor winners. Mm -hmm. All right? The way they performed was... Frankly, disgusting. Saying it like it is. And then he continued, 137, talking to the governors, and this made the media go nuts. Listen to this. You know, I really believe, you don't know until you test it, but I think I I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. And I think most of the people in this room would have done that too, because I know most of you. What an idiot. Why would he say something like that? That's just him lying again, machismo. I've heard the uh, the counter to that in the media as well. Yeah, he'd run back in there. He'd dodge the draft. He used deferments. He didn't want Vietnam, blah, blah. Okay. What would you do? I mean, we don't really know. What would you do if there were kids? Would you go try to save them? We don't know. We don't know. This is just Trump being an idiot. This is Trump being Trump. This is an idiot. An idiot. Let me take you back in time. I saw this story during the campaign. I'm like, wow. There was a story from the New York Daily News in 1991. It came up in the campaign again. I remembered it. I Googled it. Here it is. Trump stops a mugging back in 1991. Uh, The original article was muggers trumped. Donald stops attack. 
November 20th, 1991, the report. Trump said, quote, I'm not looking to play this thing up. I'm surprised you found out about it. Yeah, right. He probably called the media. Uh-huh. Apparently, Trump ordered his driver to pull over after he saw a big guy with a bat bashing another person. Huh. This is from the story. Someone in the car looked over and said, gee, look at that. It's a mugging, Trump said. I said to my driver, stop the car because it was brutal looking. It's a Trump word right there. Witnesses told the Daily News that Trump got out of his black stretch limo on Monday during the assault in Manhattan. Again, this is back in 91. Marla Maples, who was married to Trump in the 90s, was seen grabbing his arm. The guy with the bat looked at me and I said, look, you got to stop this. Put down the bat. So he shows up without a bat. Tells the guy with the bat, you got to stop this. Trump said, I guess he recognized me because he said, Mr. Trump, I didn't do anything wrong. I said, how could you not do anything wrong when you're whacking a guy with a bat? Then he ran away. Kathleen Romeo, a student at the time, said a bunch of people cried. There's Trump when he got out. A lot of people were surprised that he got out to see what was happening, Romeo said, adding that the bat wielder ran off right before it happened, right before he appeared. Trump then just looked around and went back in his limo. But another witness supported Trump. Quote, all of a sudden, a big limo pulls up on an angle and Donald Trump pops out with the blonde, too. The unnamed witness said there was a guy unnamed. There was a guy with a bat hitting a guy over the head and Trump yelled, put that bat down. What are you doing? The guy dropped the bat, came over, started talking to him. The attack wasn't ever reported, uh, reported to police. But it was there. So does he have a track record of doing this? Hmm. I don't know. All I'm saying, he said that. Now, if you hate Trump, you're going to tear into it and say he's a liar, he's full of it, blah, 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 blah. He's a big, big talker, this, that. Okay. If you like Trump, you go, yeah, there he is. It's what he does. I mean, again, I think, you, you, I, I look at it this way. This is just how I look at it. Right or wrong, whatever. You can agree, you can disagree. The guy didn't need to have his world turned upside down and be accused of and called all kinds of things for almost three years now to run for president. He didn't need it. Democrats actually liked him. He got along with them. He gave them money. Yeah, Celebrities actually liked him. They wanted to be on his show. Right? They wanted to be on his show. Uh, yeah, he gave Democrats money, he gave Republicans money. He's like, I'm a businessman. I had to give everybody money. That's what you do. You could not like it, but that's what it is. But he got out there, said, you know, I'm going to say it like it is, and you can say whatever you want about me. I'll take the hits. And he did. So I personally think it fits in with the character. Right? Fits in with the personality, fits in with the, the characteristics. Um, uh, there's more. Trump said the Batman delivered at least five or six good whacks before he interceded. He left the site only after he saw him. Trump left the site only after he saw a man who appeared to be a doctor treating the victim and heard that an ambulance was on its way. Afterward, Trump said he thought about the, about the help his mother got when she was mugged three weeks before in which a witness attack uh, to the attack Chased and caught the man who attacked his mother. Yeah, his mother was 79, was a victim of the mugging right before that. So maybe that had an influence on what he was doing. I got to pay it forward. I, 
So Trump said that, and all of us, oh, he's the worry, you liar, you this, you that, you jerk, you this, you okay. Let's compare it to the crazies. I believe we all can rip into the FBI. Again, the rank and file FBI are good, right? They're good, a lot of good guys. There's always good and bad in everything. And I believe if you actually ask an FBI agent, they'll admit to you, yeah, those guys down there, they screwed up. They dropped the ball. The FBI did. They didn't follow up on leads, twice two leads. Um, pathetic excuse say we couldn't find the guy. All you got to do is ask the, for the IP address, and he went by his actual name. Sheriff's Department, they dropped the ball, everything else, right? I mean, you, you can't deny that. But apparently, you know, they want to get rid of Trump. Maxine Waters was out there again screaming, impeach 45, and she just loves the attention. You know, that's all. It's, she just loves the attention. That's it. So there's some guy named Mark Thompson on MSNBC. And they were talking about Trump and how he is apparently now a te- For a guy that actually stood up and said, you know, unlike Obama, we're going to back the military. And he backs the military. Back the police, actually. I'm sorry. Back the police. Back the military. Back all that stuff, right? He is being investigated by some corrupt FBI, DOJ, intelligence. I mean, it's all a deep state. He has every right to be upset. And the media acts as if it's not happening. This Mark Thompson guy, actually, the latest excuse to impeach Trump is because he's been critical of the FBI. I swear. Well, 143, please, Ryan. Because he's been critical. This happened on MSNBC yesterday. Listen to this. The NRA and Trump are attacking local law enforcement. The White House is attacking the FBI. I mean, we've never seen anything like this coming from Republicans. From Republicans. From that's us. what's key. And as I've said on your show before, to me, that's seditious, which in and of itself is a high crime and misdemeanor. If I were Mueller, I'd go pick him up today. Well, that's a high crime and misdemeanor? That's why you impeach someone. So freedom of speech, First Amendment, to be critical of, a, of the government, that's the whole point of free speech. Like your boss can tell you, your company can tell you, you can't say anything bad about us, otherwise we're going to fire you. And you can't sit back and say, but free speech. But no, no, that doesn't work that way. doesn't work that way. Uh, however, the founders said you should be able to say whatever the hell you want about the government. We weren't able to really do that in England. We want the freedom to do it here. That's the whole point of the First Amendment. And you get this nimrod on MSNBC who says Trump criticizing the FBI, right? Trump criticizing the Broward County Sheriff's uh, deputies, the ones that didn't go anywhere, didn't do their job. You know what? They have the right to be criticized. And this idiot, that's the, that, that's the best you can do, right? That's the best you can do. Say that Trump should be impeached for this. I pay it's seditious. How dare you say anything? It's seditious. Sed- excuse me. Holy smokes. Man, I'm telling you. A buddy of mine in Waco just sent me a great email. What's up, Creighton? He's a good dude. Listening on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, stopping bad things and bad people. In the beginning of the movie American Sniper, Chris Kyle's dad is talking to his three boys about three types of people in the world. Sheep, wolves, and sheepdogs. This is after Chris Kyle pummeled a bully uh, for beating up his brother. Lots of sheep. Very few sheepdogs who will take down the wolves. You can tell who the sheepdogs are. I believe Trump is a sheepdog. I think you're right. I think you are right. We'll get to that coming up. We'll get react. You can react to this, by the way. Again, this story about Trump. Trump said what he said, and the media, of course, is just losing their minds, and that's okay. That's all right. 
We'll continue 880-KNST, 880-5678. You can hit me up on Twitter, email Garrett at KNST.com, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio, like and follow. Please do not send friend requests to the old Facebook page. I don't accept them anymore. Uh, go Facebook.com slash, I know it's the naked pictures that people, you know, I, I have naked pictures of myself everywhere. <laughs> so, so blurred out. Yeah, that's the thing. And it giant blurs, but the blurs is huge. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like me and follow me there. That way you see the stuff that's on there, including the Tucson community activist guy who is encouraging people to shoot government officials. Should be investigated. What a dope. We'll get back to that. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. 828, thank you for hanging out. Uh, It is going to be cloudy today, about 69. Rain tonight, rain tomorrow. Breaking news right now, <coughs> excuse me, on the cover of Drudge. I tweeted it. I put it on Facebook. If you if you follow me on all those places, you'd see it by now. World exclusive for Matt Drudge. Just one year into his presidency, Trump will stun the political world by announcing he is running for re-election in 2020. He's not going anywhere. Digital guru Brad Parscal will be named campaign manager, Drudge reporters learned. So he is in for 2020, already named a campaign manager, so for all the dopes that are like, oh, he's just going to be old. It's a one-time thing. He's not going to make it. He doesn't want. Again, let's play. Uh, let's play. Don- okay, I'll get your calls one second. Let's play Donnie Deutsch. Oh. Donnie Deutsch. One more time. He is number. Uh, he is number loser. But number one forty-four. MSNBC. Even they know that they're going to get. Who's going to be the sacrificial lamb that actually has to put up, waste their time, uh, their energy, everything to get smoked by Trump the same way Mondo did by Reagan? Maybe. I love it. It'd be so good. Maybe. Who's going to be the one that gets slaughtered? We can say that. Listen to Donnie Deutsch on MSNBC. Here we go. And this scares me. Last word. And that if he is not taken out of office. In handcuffs. Voted out of of office by 2020, he will win win again in a landslide because people vote with their pocketbooks. And that's what's scary to me. There you go. I'm telling they know it. And the Democrats have nothing about the economy, nothing there. And and I told you the story in the last hour about Bloomberg. Bloomberg's story about how all of a sudden these people that never voted Republican, they only voted Democrat or didn't vote at all, they're getting more money in their paychecks. They're like, oh, this totally makes me want to vote Republican. It's all about the money. And that's why Trump's like, God, they're so stupid, Democrats and Hillary. It's about jobs, jobs. It's not about love and bridges and crap like that. And you idiots. Anyway, hang on. So he's in for 2020. You knew it was going to happen. There you go. Uh, hi, Mark. Thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Yeah, hi. I was just wanted to call and uh, mention that uh, you know after I was in the army for thirty years. Thank you. And and, and um, there's something different. Uh, the liberals don't get it. The difference between not wanting to actually be caught up in a political quagmire, uh, well, Vietnam, uh, getting trying to get the permits for that, and having the courage to rush into a building to save your children when they're under fire, completely different things. One has nothing to do with courage, it's intelligence, and one is instinct. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's completely different things. So you're, but, okay, you're okay with that, then, as a guy that was in the military for 30 years? You're okay that Trump skipped Vietnam, he did deferment after deferment, because he did, I, you know, obviously didn't want to go. Uh, you're okay with that, and the fact that he said, I would rush into a building? I mean, we have the story about the mugger that he stopped, so it, it's there, right? Of course. I mean, it takes a special kind of lunkhead to spend 30 years in the Army. So. <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't. I can't make that comment. You can make the joke. I can't. <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a different breed of people, and it's not for everybody. And but you would not want to put yourself up for that. You know, if you had the option, it's it's a different thing between the folks who joined right away to go to uh, uh, Iraq. They were doing it, you know, because of patriotism, 
at, at the point he was being looked at to go into the military, the patriotism part was over. It was just a sagmire of a war. It was a political event. We weren't allowed to win. It, you know, I wouldn't want to particularly go, and I spent 30 years in the Army. You know, and you know, he, he, he still has that same kind of attitude, to be honest. If you, talk, if, you, if you hear his words when he speaks, it, you know, he's like, we spent $7 trillion in the Middle East, and what did that get us? We shouldn't have gone there in the first place. It's not, you know, he wants to go somewhere if you can win. Yeah, and well, and I think that's the difference. It wasn't going there in the first place. It was going there with the rules. Desert Storm was perfect. I mean, during, I mean, as good as the war could be, where they, I, I still have the orders at home. When General Schwarzkopf said, the, you know, when, the, when the campaign kicked off, he literally sent out a message that said, attack, all forces attack. General Franks, about 25 hours into it, said they're fleeing orders. He sent out a message that said, pursue and destroy. That was it. Didn't say pursue and destroy, but don't touch them. Don't, don't say names about them. Don't. You know, you have to wait for them to shoot you first. All the rules of engagement they put now on the folks that I was living in Afghanistan for a long time, seven years, seven different deployments. Mm, and it man, got progressively worse smokes. as, well, of course, the Obama years were worse, where yeah. we literally had to hug them before they shot us. Ugh. So um, it was uh, terrible. But if, if you have to do it, do it like Schwarzkopf. Let the Army go. Do your job. Hundred hours later, the war's over. Yeah, and then that, that you're right, and then that's what Trump's doing. That's why ISIS has been basically defeated in Iraq and in yep. Syria, and and I've seen the stories, and it doesn't get a lot of pro, you know pub in the press because they don't want it. To, they don't want any good news, any positive news to come out, any success to come out. That Trump said, and he went mad us. They said we're we're changing the rules. Military is there to kill people. It's kill the enemy. Call it a day. The, the difference is night and day, and the troops over there just yeah, just unleash them. Let them go. That's, they they know their jobs. They've been training for years. Let them do it. Yep. Mark, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for your service, and thank you for the phone call, man. Thanks. No Take care. Uh, 8.33 on KNST AM 790. So you excited that Trump's going to be in there? I mean, we, we knew it was going to happen, right? You think this is a shot across the bow, not going anywhere? You're not going to be able to get rid of me? It ain't going to happen? Fire up the troops again for 2018? For the, for November? We'll see. Also, oh, more, I, have a, well, I, have, I have exclusive audio of the response. <laughs> I love it. They're mad. Uh, coming up, a white student, a victim of racism on a college campus, and guess how the university handled it. Oh, yeah. It's coming up. Here's the latest right now from Fox. Talk. 841, thanks for hanging out on this Tuesday. If you listen closely, you can hear the teardrops. You can hear the people crying. You can hear the snowflakes melting. Drudge has broken this story. Trump has announced he's in for 2020, has actually named a campaign manager already. Some digital guru named Brad Parscale. This is 980 days before Election Day, a historical record. Obama announced 582 days out. Trump is in... You ain't getting rid of me. No, 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 no. Not happening. Trump is in. How about that? Second thing I think you need to know, a couple of high school students, Pinal County, Combs High School up there, arrested, uh, charged with disrupting the school, terrorism. Apparently, another student overheard these two nitwits saying they were going to shoot up the school. These two geniuses started a GoFundMe page where they asked for money for ammo because it's expensive. We need ammo uh, to shoot up the school. Can you please help? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were arrested. They were charged. The system worked like it should. Third thing I think you need to know, the sheriff down there in Florida issued an email, internal email, uh, mandating that everybody defend him. 
Every one of their employees defend him. I guess media, non-media, defend him, defend him, defend him. And then there's a story in the Miami Herald, which is a big one, and it says that there were already laws in the books. Former prosecutors, current lawyers saying there are already laws in the books that could have allowed the sheriff to arrest the killer, take away his guns, all legally. And he did nothing. But what do they want to blame? The NRA and guns. Three things I think you need to know. Again, the top, the, the, the breaking news, Trump has already announced as of a few minutes ago. He's running for re-election in 2020. Did, did you think it wasn't going to happen? Maybe it's to shut up the stupid media. You know, he's still not going to, there'll still be people. You know, he's still not going to run. He's just saying this, but it's not, no, it's not, no, no, no. Not really going to happen. His smokescreen is all it is. It's, oh yeah, it's smokescreening. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But they're going to try. They're going to try very, very hard to make it happen that way. Oh, I mean, it's, he's crazy. He's going insane. He doesn't know. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think so. So you have that. All right. Now there's uh, there's other stories. Um, white people, once again, getting overlooked. Wake Forest University has a biased response team. So anytime someone's offended by something where they think it's racial or something else, whatever, right? You call it up. And you know it's for everybody that's not white. That's what it comes down to. Remember, we've talked about the stories where somebody found a banana peel in a tree. Somebody literally tried to throw a banana peel as they're walking into the garbage can and landed on the tree. Bad shot. And somebody called a biased response team and said it was racist. Remember, somebody saw a shoelace. A shoelace on a door. Somebody left a shoelace on, like, the floor. So somebody picked it up, put it on a door handle. Somebody wanted to pick it up. They said, that's racist. It's like a noose. That happened. That happened. Well, Wake Forest University has a bias response team. They investigate identity-based harassment, right? This is from the Daily Caller. Well, apparently a white student was called a mayonnaise monster-looking ASS. I like mayo. You can't anymore. Apparently it's only for white people because it's white. What if it's made with olive oil? Does it change the color at all? A little bit. Okay, I'm okay with that. Cool. So, uh, apparently, some student, uh, and by the way, the school declined to press charges against the students who called white student Ryan Wolf a mayonnaise monster-looking A and photoshopped his face onto a cracker. Oh, shit, here we go. Oh, my God. It's Not a, cr- no. Race war! Race war! Kind of funny. Race war! Race war's on, everybody! It's going down! Shit is going down! You have permission. Because I have no feelings to Photoshop my face on a piece of matzo. As long as it's the true handsome face that I know I have, I don't care. Ah, oh, look at that. Well, you know, I'm actually, I'd be a little offended because I think matzo is a bit overrated. It's very dry. And when you have to eat it for a whole week instead of any other kind of carb whatsoever, it gets old very quickly. That's why you put it in soup. You think yeah. saltines are any yeah, better? Yeah, no, no, no. It's, they're a little more leavened, but... But there's salt on but it. But when you have to, the whole week of Passover, when you can't have any kind of bread or anything that is leavened, it is old quickly. But anyway. Get it garlic flavored. There's no garlic flavored matzah. Yeah, there is. There's egg and onion. That's the best okay, one. Okay, that's what I meant. Sorry. Thank you. So don't, don't, who do you think you are trying to appropriate my culture correcting me? I like your culture's food. <laughs> what do you want? You can't have that. Come on. Okay, fine. You've had my matzo ball soup, right? I have not. 
I haven't. No, really. Yeah, thanks for teasing me about it for all these oh years. Oh, I'm going to bring you matzo ball soup every winter. Well, like the past what seven pa- years you've worked here? Past eight. Pa- Passover's coming up. Anyway. I don't know what that means. Okay, that's uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. So apparently the students engaged in these racially charged attacks before, during, and after Ryan Wolf's participation um, in a conservative panel at the schools. They went after him. They literally photoshopped his face onto a cracker. Can you imagine? I'm just throwing it out. They want to say it's racist. Can you imagine photoshopping a Hispanic student's face on a taco? Or a black student's face on, on what? I guess it's a banana, banana peel or something like that. Can you imagine? It's stupid. Yeah. But the school said, eh, we're good. Student Charlene, Charlotte Van Schenk targeted Ryan Wolf and three other conservative students who appeared on a panel by posting picture a picture of four crackers and saying, loving the lineup. Okay, so there's, there's that, right? Anyway... When Ryan Wolf told Brianna Reddick that her Twitter mentions were not a safe space, Reddick responded, if you don't get your mayonnaise monster looking A out of my mentions, and I guess she threatened him, who knows. So anyway, Reddick presented Ryan Wolf with a box of crackers after the panel and tweeted about it later. Today I handed the saltiest Republican a box of saltine crackers, she tweeted. Hmm. I know. I Again, me like, here's the thing. If this were to happen to me in real life, I I just wouldn't care. Like, I'm like, that's stupid, move on. But apparently some minorities and some white people with guilt always think that everything is offensive and they have to, like, get everybody arrested. You just go, that's just stupid. Or it's funny. Or whatever. And then you move on. But they have to make such a damn big deal about this. Wake Forest Dean of Students Adam Goldstein rationalized the students' racially charged attacks on Wolf by saying President Trump had won the election, according to Wolf. Well, he did. When Wolf told Goldstein the incidents occurred before Trump's victory, the administrator apparently said, quote, that's good to know. And that's it. Wolf told the Wake Forest Review, I support the free, the free speech rights of students, but in this case, I wanted to see if the school would enforce their rules surrounding verbal and abuse equally regardless of who was involved in the case. I knew that similar rhetoric had been the identity about the identity of other groups would not be tolerated. And the university denied the white Ryan Wolf's request to press charges against the students targeting him and instead told the conservative student that his harassers would be asked, is this the community you want to live in at an LGBTQ center? Yep. I've enjoyed my years at Wake Forest, learned a lot during my time here, he said. To the Daily Caller, unfortunately, one of the things I've learned is to not trust the university's bureaucrats to pursue blind justice while when enforcing policies. If this is what social justice looks like in practice, we cannot let this ideology infect our judicial system. But it's already there. It's already there. So a white student attacked for the color of his skin. University says, <gasps> we're okay with that. And they tried to legitimize it by saying Trump won. He goes, no, what happened before Trump won, as if that is okay. Oh, that's good to know. And they move on. And they move on. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. I always thought May was a little bit different. You know what? I liked Russian dressing, but that's because I like Trump because the whole Russian dressing. Russian. <laughs> well, I'm getting texts of people saying, uh, can he uh, pass over the mustard? Why? Your mustard? Can you pass over the mustard? Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Stop appropriating my culture. It's not. It's not good. It's I well. You bring soup for everybody else. You're pushing your luck, little man. What another year? You're going to ban me from the soup Nazi? I'm the soup Nazi year. I'm the soup Nazi. That's right. No more soup. One year. Okay, we'll continue because we have to, and we'll get back to the. Because uh, uh, I'm getting some feedback from law enforcement, other law enforcement, not the sheriff, but others saying they would totally investigate this DA Morales guy for uh, writing on Facebook here in Tucson that he wants uh, government officials to be shot. And he tried to say it was a joke. Big joke. We'll get to that. KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. .org. Yes, hello. Let the fun continue, right? Let it continue. Yes. Okay. 907, it's Tuesday, February 27th. Dude, we're going to be in March in a couple of days. Where did the time go? It is flying. Flying. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis. No, it's actually flying. No, it is. No, it's actually flying. I'm the man-made construct. Oh, don't start. Don't start. We're just all living in the Matrix. Oh, I get the flush? That is garbage. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. So, I mean, of course it's man-made. We want to measure something. It's okay that it's man-made. Eventually your time will expire. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Drudge had the exclusive. Trump has already announced 982 days in advance that he is running for re-election. Freaking awesome. Digital guru Brad... Parscale, he was his digital uh, guy in the last campaign. Now he's going to be his campaign manager. I guess the whole Steve Bannon thing is not going to happen anymore. Uh, so Brad Pascal is going to do it 982 days before, or 980 days before the next election. Obama announced 582 days. He's running, campaign manager named. So shut up, haters. Second thing I think you need to know. The latest poll. Uh, People's Pundit Daily. I just put it on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. This is big. They did a poll and it shows a majority of Americans think the government is more responsible for the high school shooting. The government screw up more responsible for the high school shooting in Florida rather than lack of gun control. 33% blame a lack of gun control for the school shooting. 54%, which is the majority, blame government. Now, parents that have kids in elementary or secondary schools... 61% blame the government. Just 23% say lack of gun control. That's a big deal. Third thing I think you need to know, the sheriff down there, Sheriff Scott Israel, internal email shows that he is telling every single employee of Broward County County Sheriff's uh, Office to publicly defend him. You must defend the sheriff. Isn't that just nice? And then there's a story from the Miami Herald showing that uh, the laws were already on the books to stop this guy, arrest him, take away his guns. The sheriff's deputy, the sheriff's office actually blew it. It's already there. There should be no reason to have gun control talk when everything is. Well, the whole reason it happened is because they screwed up. And by the, by the way, apparently another story came out that the shooter turned down mental health help as soon as he hit 18. So how would gun control stop any of this? I beg of you to tell me. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Three things I think you need to know. Seriously, how would gun control stop that? We will stop everything we're talking about at all times if you can tell me how gun control would stop this. I'd love to hear from all the elected leaders here in town. 
By the way, Paul Cunningham, town councilman, still city councilman, still hasn't gotten back to me. Tucson councilman still hasn't gotten back to me about coming on the show to talk about what he tweeted. So, um, shocker, right? Shocker. Magnus, the rest of them. Anybody want to talk? Anybody have the guts? This is a big local community thing. Nothing. Nothing at all. I'm waiting. 880-KNST. 880-5678. Now, there's other things we need to talk about as well, since they won't do that. We'll, We'll find out if... I mean, is this a Tucson police thing? Is it a Pima County Sheriff's thing? One of a, uh, there's a local agitator. I want to bring this back up again. And I have the picture of this. I took a screenshot of his post. It's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, please. And people are ticked and they should be ticked. This guy, and I don't like to say his name a lot. Over eight years, they gave me a set of once. I mean, when idiots that scream the loudest don't always deserve publicity, right? That's you, Garrett. Yeah, okay. I don't just scream the loudest. I have a microphone. But uh, there's a guy in town who has a, a blog. It's really cool nowadays to have a blog. Why don't you just get a website? Anyway, he's got a blog. This guy is a, uh, I mean, there's really, I don't know what his point is besides the fact that he doesn't seem to like white people, Republicans, anybody. Um, he is anti-SB1070, pro-Mexican-American studies in Tucson at TUSD, pro-illegal alien, pro-amnesty, pro-open borders. His name is D.A. Morales. He really doesn't do anything except go around town, I think. I don't even know what he does for a living. It doesn't matter. Just goes around town and starts trouble. That's all it is. He's a victim. Everything's a victim. Uh, He just basically is everything against him because he is Hispanic. He has no shot. It's terrible. Nothing like the white privilege that uh, that I have, maybe you have. Ryan has, even though he's not white. Wait, what do we I all have? have a white privilege. Oh. Um, so this guy decides to write on Facebook. He likes to, I think, think of himself as a provocateur, but I like to think of him as a uh, mental midget because this is just stupid. Can you bust out the Dupnik soundbite from when he blamed uh, the shooting in Tucson on talk radio and the violence and everything like that? Just no C, just a K. Um, this D.A. Morales wrote on Facebook Saturday at 1.41 p.m. I've decided that I will apply to any grants. What does that even mean? And advocate gun ownership for all minorities in Tucson. Is there a grant that gives minorities guns? That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard of any, so whatever. I'd like to apply. Yeah, me too. I've decided, he writes, that I will apply to any grants and advocate gun ownership for all minorities in Tucson. Corrupt government, question mark? Shoot the corrupt government official. That's what he wrote. Shoot the corrupt government official. Hmm. One gun for all brown folks to defend ourselves against the tyranny of the government. That's what he wrote. He's out there and he actually said that. Now, today's hypersensitive day and age, do I think he wants that? I don't think so. But people have been investigated for less, right? Allie Miller pointed this out. Good for her, Pima County Supervisor. Um, that's pretty damn hateful. Have we have we advocated ever, Ryan? You've listened to this show for years, been on it for a few years now. Have we ever advocated for shooting of anybody? Uh, no. Yet we are the hateful racist people, apparently, on talk radio. We have an opinion. If you don't like it, it's 
Hateful and racist. That's how it works. Let me take you back uh, seven years. Former Sheriff Clarence Dupnik. After the Gabby Gifford shooting, um, the horrible shooting here, thanks to Jared Loeffner, without actually having facts to back him up, he went out and remember this flashback, he said this. And I think it's time as a country that we need to do a little soul searching because I think it's the vitriolic rhetoric that we hear day in and day out from uh, people in the radio business Mm. and some people in the TV business and what we see on TV and how our youngsters are being raised, that this has not become the nice United States of America that most of us grew up in. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? You think this guy should be investigated? He tried to walk it back the next day saying that he was kidding. You know me. I'm a peaceful person. I don't call for shooting anybody except that you did. Now, what if some maniac actually does? Now, they're responsible for themselves. Don't get me wrong. But you're calling for government officials to be shot? Well, I'm just trying to make a point. What point are you making? That's just stupid. It's ignorant. For a person, this guy thinks he's probably, you know, you just know a person like this that goes around, tries to tell you how to live, what to do. He knows better than you about Mexican-American studies, illegal immigration, all this stuff. Thinks he's so smart, so cute, so clever. You're dumb. This is just stupid. This D.A. Morales. And I don't even say his name that much because, again, it's it's like punching down. It's you're sitting with who? But you know what? I don't want to let this go. Because the media decided to do an investigation. Channel 4, KVOA. They did an investigation um, into what one person said on Sheriff Napier's Facebook page. When Sheriff Napier announced he's, we, you know, the board changed their mind. We got the 1.4 mil, right? We got this Operation Stone Garden grant. We're good. We're good. So, some retired law enforcement guy wrote, "Good job, Mark. Too bad we had to deal with a couple of Mexicans on the Pima County Supervisory Board. Hopefully, you know, we can't have to do this next time. You know, when uh, you know, elections happen." And he said, "Listen, if you ask those two guys, they are Mexican." Did he mean in a derogatory way? Maybe, but you know what? Those guys are very pro-Mexico and very anti-America. You hear it in the way they vote. They're for open borders. Uh, They're for illegal immigrants. Uh, They hate Trump. Um, It just is what it is. So Channel 4 did an an investigation into what somebody said on a Facebook page. Even if you think it's racist, the guy has the right to be a racist idiot if you think that he is racist. This guy puts on Facebook, shoot government officials. Shoot government officials. And there's crickets. Crickets from the local media, except for yours truly. This guy apparently is known around town. Crickets. So I sent the uh, screenshot to Sheriff Napier. I said, have you seen this? And he said, uh, I've heard a rumor about it, but I haven't seen it. So I sent it to him. And he said, thanks, we're going to look into it. So uh, there are other law enforcement in town. And I said, you think this should be investigated? And I was told by this particular law enforcement official, yes, I do. I absolutely do. If a white person wrote this, the white person would have been already arrested. You agree with that? I think I agree with that. 
You don't think if, I mean, I would never say something as stupid, as ignorant, racist, dumb, threatening. I would never say anything like that. And I challenge you, if you think I'm wrong, when have I ever said anything like that? But you do agree that if I were to say something like that, you don't think that Chief Magnus would finally make a trip over to the radio station and arrest me? You don't think that would happen? Won't come on the airwaves, but if he had a shot, oh yeah, he would do what he could to just put cuffs on on me in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. Don't you think this guy should at least be talked to? All the stories about high school kids getting investigated because they said something about a gun. Elementary school kids investigated because they said something about a gun. I remember kids were playing with their finger guns, five-year-olds, kindergarten. This was a few years ago. It was a story, kids playing cops and robbers, bing, 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 shooting. The, they called authorities. They called the, put the kid in the principal's office and called authorities to investigate, to talk to the kids. You don't think that this guy who literally called for shooting government officials, and by the way, it's really interesting that the lawmakers that see eye to eye with, uh, with this guy, Adelita Grajalva, it's not a lawmaker, she's on the TUSD board, uh, the Pima County supervisors, the mayor of Tucson, the council members, they all agree. Regina Romero, for God's sakes. They're all buddy-buddy. No condemnation. No condemnation. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Something should be done. Like, I normally I get roll your eyes. Is this guy serious? I don't think he's serious. But you can't say things and write things like that. You just, you can't do it. And I'm sick and tired of people like this getting a pass. They don't deserve the pass. Again, he tried to say he was joking. I was just being ironic. No, you're not. You're being dumb. It's really, it's ignorant, it's irresponsible, it's stupid, and it's dangerous. But you're right. You're right. 880-KNST, 880-567. I'll get your reaction. We have more to talk about as well. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Um... I say it because I know I can. I'm in my, within my right to say it. I know that you, you agree with it. There are plenty of people in Tucson and Southern Arizona that agree with this, with what I say. But there's no other place that gives you the outlet to do it. We do something unique here. We give you something nobody else can give you. And it's my job to make sure I provide it to you day in and day out uh, because I don't want to lose you. I want you to stay with me. And, and that's why I work my butt off for you. So... You can always depend on me, and and I can't thank you enough for for listening. I really can't. So, uh, thank you so much, uh, Joseph. Thanks for hanging on. Welcome to KNST. Very well put. I um, I think that well, I I know that that's this is why uh, Trump was elected because finally we had somebody with with excuse my language balls enough to mm-hmm. to go out there and speak for us. Yep. And uh, you are speaking for the majority of people. It's it's it's. It's no longer. Oh, see, and the deep state got you. Got you. The got deep you. state got you. Cut them off. Get them out of here. Oh, see, they're coming for us. Just you. Oh, is it just me? That's how I can handle it. That's cool. <clears throat> sorry about that, Joseph. Uh, we will try to get you back if uh, if you're sorry. It's his phone service. Okay. It's he's it, a jitterbug. But is it his phone service? I don't know. Maybe. I'm going to say it because I don't want the deep state on me. Or is it the deep state <laughs> listening and they could just turn it off like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All righty then. Um, 
there's something else. One sec that I wanted to, I wanted to bring to your attention as well. There was a story uh, again. This is all about Trump. Again, he's running for re-election. He announced it. The poll numbers. There was a story in the Washington Post. Are Democrats reluctant to tell pollsters that they approve of Trump? Uh oh. All this polling, man. I'm telling you, it's it's all there. There's an idea in polling called the Bradley effect. Are polls misjudged? It's all about Tom Bradley's 1982 loss in the California governor's race because poll respondents were unwilling to admit they planned to vote against the first black gubernatorial candidate in the state's history. They didn't want to basically be looked at as racist in their eyes to pollsters, right? Social pressure, all that other stuff. So about a month before Trump threw his hat in the ring for president in 2015, Pew Research unveiled an interesting analysis of its polls that measured something similar. Pew compared responses given to live caller pollsters with those. They compared that with live, uh, those online surveys. Basically, someone that you have to actually talk to, a real person versus anonymous, you know, just, just an online. So they found differences. People on the web were more likely to give strongly unfavorable ratings of public officials and were less likely to say they were satisfied with their family lives. But that's not all. Pew wrote questions about societal discrimination. Against several groups, different groups, also produce large differences, with telephone respondents more apt than web respondents to say that gays and lesbians, Hispanics and blacks face a lot of discrimination. In other words, politically incorrect opinions were more prominent online when you didn't have to actually say it to a person. No kidding. So when the presidential primaries happened, there was a gap in views on Trump between the online polls and speaking to a live pollster. He was politically incorrect. So... People didn't want to be honest and say, I like Trump. We went through this. This is funny. This is in the Washington Post. Are they just realizing this? Are they just waking up to this over a year into his presidency? Almost a year and a half after he won? So they looked up into all these polls, right? All these polls. And they're wondering, if Democrats don't have to talk to people live, will they admit they actually like Trump? And it shows they do. Yeah. Uh, They showed the whole thing. Trump approval among Democrats, right? From the Huffington Post pollster. Uh, It says blue dots are consistently lower than red dots. That means live caller polls consistently give Trump lower approval ratings than online surveys. Yep. Trump, when it's a live person asking... People don't, Democrats don't want to admit they like him. But when it's online stuff, Democrats admit, I like him. I like him. That's how it works. Doesn't mean Democrats are going to get on board all. Don't think it's going to be a big, you know, giant Democratic wave for Trump. But they are, what it shows, they are less willing to tell a real person they approve of Trump. This is what they wrote in the Washington Post. Less than 24 hours ago. They're still not realizing what people think, right? They, they still don't quite get it. Oh, my goodness. 9.33. I just think that's hilarious. We'll get to the stories from the Miami Herald coming up, uh, showing that the laws are on the books. Laws are on the books about this. And then just another bit of, a, uh, well, another bit of uh, evidence that this uh, David Hogg, this high school student, the shooter, the shooting survivor, I should say, um, from that high school, is he's being this kid is being propped up this poor kid is such an activist what he said on morning joe oh my god guess who he blames 
for the sheriff's deputies not going into the school building to stop the shooter. It's coming up. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Here's Fox. Yes, hello, 941. Thank you for hanging out on this Tuesday. Uh, and by the way, we did this story, what was it? Was it like an hour and a half ago? The, the cracker story, hour ago? The mayo, the cracker, the racist, uh, the white kid in college that was uh, given, well, he was a victim of racist something. What the hell do you even call it? Anyway, racism. There you go. I don't know. Anyway, some uh, student put the, uh, the the white student's face on crackers. The white student on the cracker. Oh, my oh God. I, how do I go on in life? How did he go? And he just wanted to see if anything would happen. Of course, the, the school didn't. The bias team didn't think there was anything wrong with that at Wake Forest University. So anyway, I said, you can put my face on this stuff. And a listener sent, uh, they, they did it. They photoshopped me. I don't know if it's on matzah or a cracker. It's very similar. You've been saltine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put that. It, it looks like it's, you think that's. Let me see it again. It kind of looks like matzah. It kind of looks like matzah. That looks like matzah. Definitely. You're not supposed to know. I like it. You can't make. I was you given some. You can't. And then I bought it because I like it so oh much. My God, don't appropriate my culture. Well, you know That's what? it. You know what? If you're going to do this crap, feel guilty now. Oh, man. Why did I buy that? Exactly. All right. So anyway. Sorry. Thank you, Steve, for putting that up. I'll, I'll tweet the picture out because I think it's kind of funny. And I'll put it on my Facebook page as well. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Thank you very much. Uh, but it says white and nerdy. <laughs> nerdy? I've been called many things in life, but not that. But that's cool. I mean, what else are you going to say? He should have said handsome, but that would have been weird because Steve did it. Well, now you anyway, look delicious. I, thank you. I, you're on a cracker. I have to get to... Th- <laughs> it's on matzah, not a cracker. Whatever. Dare. Unleavened bread. Thank you. You're on a tortilla. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three things I think Square you tortillas. need to know. The Trumpster has announced he is already running for re-election in 2020, a record 980 days before the election. He is named a campaign manager. Is the guy that ran the digital part of his campaign last time. Now he's his overall campaign manager. He is in. Second thing that I think you need to know, see, this will help. Here's a related story. Just out, consumer confidence in the U.S. hits the highest level since November of 2000. 18 years. I feel like uh, Kanye and Gold Digger. 18 years. Eight, eight. Consumer confidence surged in February. Hmm. Think it's because of the Trump tax cuts? They say yes, duh. Wow. So the whole recent sell-off in the stock market did little to dampen the optimism into consumer confidence. 18-year high. Holy smokes. Why didn't Obama get that? Third thing. I think you need to know. Uh, story from the Miami Herald shows that there are already laws in the books that would have allowed the Broward County Sheriff's Department to arrest the shooter, Nicholas Cruz, charge him with crimes, take his guns away, all there. There is no need for gun control. They just didn't do their job. Three things I think you need to know. I mean, I keep getting this stuff. This is just coming out. This is just great, though. 18-year high. Oh, you're lucky. My mother just texted. Ryan can come to my house for Passover. My soup is better than yours. Perfect. Shut up, jerk. Can he drive me there? No. Oh. Um... Mm-hmm. Thank you. I mean, your new favorite So son. it's all because of the tax cuts. <laughs> so people are feeling confident. This is why Trump is going to win in a landslide. This is why he announced re-election is to shut up these idiots. 
I'm telling you, Americans were more confident in both the current state of the economy and how it's likely to perform six months from now. Wow. The present situation index rose to 162.4 from 154.7, highest since 2001. Future conditions moved up 109.7 from 104, a near post-recession peak. How about that? But I tell you what, they're going to vote in those Democrats that are going to say, give us the, let's repeal and replace those tax cuts. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, they really think this is going to happen? They really, I mean, really? Yeah. So there's that. All right, uh, let's play some uh, David Hogg. Making sense of it all on Morning Joe's face and Mika's face on MSNBC, 138. Listen to this. Here we go. How can we expect our teachers to step in and take action if trained security guards that are part of the sheriff's department wouldn't take action? Good logic. Good logic. Right? Uh, I mean, what, what needs to be said about that? And then this is a butte right here, 139. Uh, he blames the governor of Florida, not the actual sheriff. Uh, himself for his old his guys not running into the building and taking down the killer. He blames the governor. Listen to this. Why are these elected officials trying to blame this on the bureaucracy? They're in charge of them. This is their fault. They should have been regulating them. I'm not going to allow them to pressure these people because at the end of the day, it's their fault. These elected officials are the boss of these sheriff personnel. Right. And just like the president is the boss of the FBI, right. Governor Rick Scott is essentially the boss of Scott Israel, the sheriff. And as such, he should be what? held accountable. He can't just blame this on the bureaucracy and expect to get reelected. And I, I, I think the, that investigation is starting. I let that in there with Joe because Joe could have said, actually, Trump is not in charge of the FBI. That's why we're having this whole issue is that uh, if he was, he could dictate things. But instead, he can't. That's why people are supposed to be in charge. There's no abuse of power. And if they do try to dictate, it's called obstruction of justice. You fired Jim Comey because he didn't like what he was doing. Obstruction. If he was in charge, he would do that, but he's not. So uh, nothing but fake news once again coming from Morning Joe's uh, face and Mika's face, his, uh, his fiance. What a lovely couple. What a lovely couple, right? And then this story from the Miami Herald. The headline, again, I put it on my Facebook page. I put it on my Twitter account. I put it out there for you. Shooter could have faced charges before massacre had cops done their job, experts say. How is this not the number one story in the country right now? In recent years, South Florida police detectives have arrested a slew of young men in unrelated cases who exhibited similar troubling behavior on a variety of charges. Cops took them seriously. It never happened with Cruz. This is from the story. There's no doubt there was a failure, former Miami-Dade prosecutor Marshall Dor Lewis said, of how the law enforcement handled tips. The idea that they were aware of it and could do nothing is absurd. We can't let this happen again. Right? So he goes on and on and on. Um, there's more lawyers in this story. Uh, it says right here that, let me just get back to the thing. Yes, 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 here we go. Uh, in 2016, officials at the high school were told Cruz was violently and repeatedly threatening several classmates. Shortly after Cruz and his girlfriend broke up, he began sending messages to her friends on Instagram, blaming them for his romantic woes, 
and threatening to kill them. I'm going to get you and I'm going to kill you because you took this person away from me. I'm going to kill your family, he said to Dana Craig, a one-time friend. Craig told BuzzFeed she reported the incident in writing to school security. That would be the sheriff's department, the sheriff's deputy, the, the resource officer, the one that didn't go into the building. Then Cruz's ex began dating another student. Cruz threatened this student on several occasions in 2016 and 2017, calling him racial slurs and saying, I have guns, I will kill you. And he sent photo, a photo of at least six weapons laid out on his bed. This young man reported Cruz's threats to the school, according to BuzzFeed. Cruz's threats to teens could constitute aggravated cyberstalking, a felony, said this former prosecutor. They could also violate state law against issuing written threats to kill. This former prosecutor said, you have no right to say to somebody, I'm going to kill you. Right? I'm going to. So they could have arrested this guy. They should have arrested this guy. This should never have happened. But instead, what are they talking about? Gun control. What the hell does that have to do with it? Is gun control going to help these guys do their job better? You know it. I know it. No chance. No chance. 880-KNST, 880-5678. There's another story that I found uh, from the Florida Sun Sentinel. Nicholas Cruz refused mental health services once he reached 18. The Broward County's, uh, Broward School Superintendent Robert Runcie said, he turned 18 and refused to let the school district continue providing him with crucial mental health and other services. Federal law tied their hands. Said Runcy, it prevented them from forcing Cruz to attend school for special needs students because he was considered an adult, right? Once he was considered an adult, he could stay at the high school, even though a team of specialists recommended in November of 2016 he be placed in a school for students with emotional and behavioral students. All the warning signs, all there, right? All there. The district's inability to remove a clearly troubled student is the latest in a series of problems that have come to light since the shooting. Uh, It says here, Cruz was not part of the district's promise program in which students committing minor crimes can avoid going to jail. That's what the Robert Robert Runcie said. Rush talked about it yesterday. I know that. We've been talking about it. I talked about it yesterday. He was not part of that. So they say. So then maybe instead of trying to ban bump stocks like Trump wants and trying to do other things to take guns away from us, raise the the age to 21. I mean, as soon as you're an adult at 18, you're telling me you can't go buy a firearm? Maybe you're not an adult then. Then don't vote till you're 21. How about that? Maybe work on ideas and ways that a school district can do something to handle this person. But again, like Trump said, and like I've said before, Trump, where are they going to go? There's no mental institutions like there were because they're considered to be mean. Yeah. As a youth, Cruz was considered a special needs student. He had an educational plan tailored to help him succeed. Runcy, the superintendent, wouldn't discuss the specifics, blah, blah, blah. When Cruz was in eighth grade, he was required to transfer uh, to a school that offers a better program for emotionally and behaviorally disabled children of all ages. It's all coming out now. Again, nothing to do with guns, everything to do with how this whole situation was handled. We'll continue in three. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk.